0: is literally hello everybody here's your lesson in k-pop now i am your host and dm for this episode of two nerds one quest Got him all thrown off now because you caught me in the middle of describing k-pop shit i'm your host and dm jc <laughs> here with these three nerds because math is hard let's see if we can write this train get it back on track good luck yeah, that man right there pointing at me, catching me off guard, needing a K-pop lesson is one, Tom M. Norman playing Aaron On. How you doing this morning, bud?
1: Yes, John. I am fine. Please enlighten me about the words of K-pop and how it's supposed to matter in my life.
0: I didn't say it was supposed to matter. I'm saying your thought process at that, like it being a contrived music group. Uh-huh. That's what K-pop is. They're not groups. They are they are marketing properties. Con- yes, I know. They're properties. They have age definitions that at, at a certain age they get out of the group and then they bring in another person.
2: Is this like and a Menudo they- thing?
0: Yeah, kind. Uh, I don't know. Is Menudo like that? I don't remember what Menudo was like. <laughs> it's,
1: it's not for me. It's not my deal.
0: The man shaking his head and eating peanuts. Over there is one, right? Chris is cooked. I'm just kind of nodding along.
3: How are you doing this morning, bud? Great holiday checks mix. It's the breakfast of champions. Ooh, holiday checks mix. That sounds oh, that sounds delicious. It literally has cereal in it. So <laughs> it does. A game for breakfast.
1: <laughs> what is holiday check? What is involved with holiday checks mix?
3: I mean, so checks mix is typically only made around the holidays. Otherwise, it becomes too normalized, and it's not special anymore. So yeah. Chex Mix made around the holidays is extra special, and it becomes holiday Chex Mix. Yeah. It's, it's Chex Mix my, that you my, don't I, buy in I the
1: guess, bag. My, that, and that's my fault for asking. Um, I actually meant, like, what is the flavor?
3: Oh, so um, <laughs> while I'm Sorry, into guys. this, I just want to say typically... Um, it involves a base of Crispix, and then some pretzels, nuts, and uh, a couple other minor things, mostly cashews. But uh, because of the shortage of Crispix in your world, I don't know if you're fam- you're aware of this, it contains now rice and corn checks, which I do not prefer. So I'm just advocating for the unions of the world to get back to making crisps as much as possible and for those in charge of these unions relent relent now i need crisps in my I job. mean
2: it's it's possible that all that is sitting in a boat somewhere that can't make it to port
1: and and plant lamp is asking the important questions what flavor are your nuts <laughs> <laughs>
0: honey Extra roasted salty Delicious,
1: baby. Try them. All right, so we got extra salty and honey nut. Any other people want to? (laughs) Honey
0: roasted, not honey nut. I'm not a Cheerio.
1: I (laughs) assumed I assumed would be like the bold flavor.
0: Yeah, probably. (laughs) The last voice you hear chiming in on this conversation (laughs) is one Jeff, Jacob, Jingleheimer Schmidt, Williams.
2: Yeah, it's all kinds <laughs> of confusing. Good morning, everyone. Happy New Year. Hoping for a good 2022.
0: And Tom, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, and and some people may get this. I know Tom definitely will. This is the most giant bomb-esque version of our show we've done, I think. <laughs> Include- that's- the first 10 minutes is about nothing related to the show.
1: The only way it would be more giant bombish is if somebody had to explain to me what 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 crispics were. Like a Dan yeah, Riker exactly. question.
3: Yep. yep, Exactly. Yep. And Just also for Scootin- the rest of the followers to
2: check in by eight thirty, so
0: Yeah. And
1: Scootin- yeah, I mean
2: a crispix checks mix is gonna throw me off. There's six sides, not four. I don't get it.
1: And I would like <laughs> to uh uh give some props to Scootin' Jack here real quick for saying Crixis needs this Chris mix.
0: Oh, show title. That's show title. That's even if I mean we're in show. I've done the intro. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, Scoot and <laughs> Jack throw that in there as a show title.
3: He isn't wrong.
0: I like that one. Nice. Oh man! Oh, is it recap
3: time?
1: Anywho, yeah, we should we should probably do the show. I proper, think we huh? could
0: roll roll a recap here at this
2: point. All right. Uh, let's see uh so we started in the evening at the belching dragon with valine begging doc to go along because she's the only or he's the only one she seemed to trust uh coming from valine doc really wasn't moved much um then ellie begging doc to stay wasn't necessarily needed but uh you guys are trying to throw me off now. <laughs> uh, additional uh, many conversations were had, including an uh, invitation for Jacob to join the crew on the next adventure and divvying up Doc's equipment. I'm going to. I'm going to. All right. Fine. Nice. Oh, man. I hope I hope you guys aren't just all listening on the podcast. We got some pretty entertaining. Did that glove just flip me off. <laughs> Yep. <clears throat> so, uh, uh, divvying up Doc's equipment so that everyone was well equipped for the morning. The morning uh, got some food bundles. Uh, Doc seeing the sunrise over the lake is at peace. I'm not even looking at the camera anymore. Um, uh, they started the travel, and as they left town, Jacob's traveling companion showed itself as a as a, a medium-sized drake that was following them and joined them for the travel time. I can see out of the corner of my eye, you guys are still being... <laughs>
0: keep reading, keep going.
2: <laughs> uh, so, uh, as, as uh, Aranon uh, finally learned that week, a week is ten days long here, called a ten day, uh, we traveled for approximately a ten day and a half... Uh, the travel was good there was some some weather but nothing too serious Uh, we had a number of fireside chats which uh, go check out our discord and you can see all the cool uh, some of the cool stuff that we talked about Um, there was some loot playing there was some harp learning there was uh, some reading of monks for dummies Uh, eventually there was a flower that was picked which allowed Crixus's passenger to finally be at peace and leave our uh, our little band. And uh, as uh, as we ended the show last time, the we were in sight of the glacier, and there was a line of humanoids uh, in front of us, and uh, we could not tell exactly what they what or who they were or why they were there. Um, but that's where we ended the last episode. So, uh, although Doc wanted to stay, TBD will still save the day. They got rid of the night, now the glacier's in sight, but who are these guys in their way? (laughs) That works. That absolutely Uh works. Nice. And uh, as I mentioned to the guys before the show, and and a little bit on on our messenger back and forth, I'd like to start the show, I mean, you guys kind of, if you guys read the Discord and stuff, you saw some of the stuff that... Jacob would have communicated about him and Tika and um, what his life's work has been. Um, But what he wants to know is what in the world is going on in this party as far as leadership and if they were to talk strategy, that kind of stuff. Like, What would, over the course of a 10-day to a a 10-day-and-a-half, would he have gathered from the party members?
1: And as a side note, uh, for anybody who is watching or in the podcast, you can actually go into our, our Discord bit.ly slash our fun Discord and read everything that Genius put in there. Um, I may take some stuff from our side chat, Genius, and throw that in there as well, because some of that could be useful information for the uh, for the followers mm-hmm. as well. Just some backstory.
3: <laughs> yes. Yes, it could. So, so if, if the kid's looking for information on leadership, Trixus would say... Well, I think if you ask Aranon, he might say he leads this band, but in truth, Aranon follows his whim, and uh, right now, Baleen and I are providing the direction. So, I don't believe we have what you would call a formal leader, but... I'm as close as it comes.
1: Oh. <laughs> I guess. I mean, Ernon would not argue leadership. Um, I think the only thing he would say in regards to leadership is that it is kind of done by by quorum, by group decision, not necessarily one person saying, all right, pick up, let's go. You know, it's usually... Well, we should do this or we should do that or I I would I would actually throw in there that Crixis is the actual voice of reason. Okay. Where Aranon is more not selfish, yes selfish, but more self interest.
0: Valine would tell you the glue that kept this group together was left back at the inn. And that she's kind of nervous about it falling apart. Because neither Doc nor Ellie <laughs> are along anymore. And that at times Crixus and Aranon can bump heads. And either Doc or Ellie seem to be the one to talk that situation through
2: between the three of them. So she's a little mm-hmm. nervous. So Jacob might have his work cut out for him to make sure this goes smoothly to, as his uh, desire would be. Um, and then would there be any uh, talk of strategy? Like if we come upon dangers, is there, like, how do we, you know, how do we do this? I mean, I think he'd figure out quickly Valene is a spellcaster. Yeah,
0: she said, <laughs> but, uh, she, I won't run into anything. Um, I mainly do necratic damage and resurrect things. Well, not resurrect, but unnaturally rebirth things.
1: Aranon would say she's a witch. Birder, She's a witch. She's
3: not a witch, she's a wife. <laughs> <laughs>
0: After um, what I heard, I'm not even sure I want to be that anymore.
3: Krixus <laughs> says uh, he's getting much better at guiding his bolt right into the uh, the enemies, so... Um, until... I think you, I think you broke him. <laughs> until that, I whip out my hand axe and I I do my best at uh, trying to get those enemies to piss me off. And activate my rebuke. Oh my god, guiding his
0: bolt. I'm never gonna look at that spell the same way again. <laughs> <laughs> So, all this
1: happened.
2: made of ice, and he uh, looks like he could do some hand-to-hand combat, but he also looks fragile.
0: Uh, Valene says he's not as fragile as he appears to be. He's been good and capable and hasn't lost much of himself yet in this form.
2: Yeah, I think Jacob's kind of looking to see is it—is it, is it a desire for him to stay ranged or get up in melee? Because um, he's much more uh, comfortable in, in uh, ranged situations, um, but he will get up in there if he needs to. So obviously you, he knows you lost the dock, which was definitely an upfront melee fighter. So he's wondering if that's the role he is intended for him to fill or if he's pot shotting from a distance. <laughs>
0: I think if, if we play it well, we can uh, make it work. The only problem is, I don't know. Can you heal? Because Crixus seems to be our only healer, and if he's off away from us fighting people, it could be problematic.
2: I I do have the ability to to cure some wounds.
0: So maybe that was the way we go. Send Crixus to the front to heal himself and just keep himself up. You keep us up back here, and potshot when you can.
2: Sounds good. And right. I think that catches up catches us up too.
0: Yeah. So the humanoids next day, <laughs> so the next day, you see the Reggae glacier in the distance, and you see twelve humanoids walking in a line across the snow towards you guys. And the one one th- about mid-ish of the group hails you, waves his hand, and yells something that's inintelligible over the wind as they approach. But he looks like he's friendly. He's not drawing weapons. None of them are. They're rushing towards you.
1: Arnon would hold his hand up like, kind of like a we come in peace. Hail. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, no, no, no um as they approach uh <laughs> they get to about twenty feet or so away, and he steps forward uh you realize it's a he at this point, steps forward out in the middle, <laughs> and uh says, "Hail, hey, travelers, I have a message um I have seen you before. I I had a premonition, a vision of your arrival at the glacier here. That is a... Tigers. A group of tigers with ice in their veins have come... To spill your blood in the stove and make sure that you don't uncover what the Frost Maiden has kept hidden. We wish to accompany you, if you will allow us, to the glacier. My name is Menyer. This is my warband from the elk tribe
3: just so we are clear it is not your intent to stand in our way if we are trying to find the things we need to to stop Oral and her wicked magic we do not wish to
0: stand in your way at all. In fact, we wish to protect you from this threat that I have had a vision of.
3: Indeed. That is, if you uh, are willing to accept our help. Crixus is going to look at and He is... he He's going to say, Sounds like a pretty good deal with his face. And I'm going to be interested in her feedback she's more familiar with the stories of the glacier, whether it's going to be more valuable to have more people or not.
0: um You pull her off to the side for this conversation?
3: I don't. I'm you doing don't... it with my face. Oh, I'm okay. just like, I'm looking at her and basically my face is like, I would be apt to add them unless you would have a reason not to. Hmm? She-
0: yeah let's see what she couldn't get a read on them specifically. Um, she she kind of takes a deep breath and sighs and looks at you um, and just kind of nods gently. Um, her read on the group isn't strong but she she sees your inclination and yeah maybe i mean someone offering to help and i don't know how much you believe in premonitions but (laughs) or visions
2: do any of us have a um idea of the intentions of the uh elk tribe from conversations we've had in ten towns as far as do we know if the tribes are generally good bad indifferent
0: uh what you know, Jacob, from your time in the Ten Towns area is that the tribes are 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 a whole gamut of things. You got tribes that are just complete dickheads and then ones that are uh, for lack of a better term, very, very um cordial, nice. Um fluffy. <laughs> uh so That's a word? You and yeah fluffy, exactly I use the word. Um, so your, I mean, like, your inclination is based on your history and where you're from. Trusting strangers is difficult. (laughs) Um, you probably don't actually trust these guys, um, regardless of the fact that there has been no inkling of anything that would make you not trust them.
2: Okay. I got my eye on them.
0: Valine can't get a real good read on him either, so she's just deferring to Crixus in this instance, and um, is always kind of trusted
3: in the minimal uh, time they've been together, his judge of character. <laughs> Crixus is going to look at on and say, it's up to all of Icewind to to stop Oral. I'll take any help I can get. And waiting for waiting for him, waiting for Arnon really to acknowledge he agrees with allowing them to, to come with.
1: Ernon would take a minute not take a minute, but he would kind of take a pause ass, assess them and just kind of look at Crixus and, and give him the give him the nod
0: kind of weird because he's he's made of ice and his eyes don't move around in his head so the facial expressions are different and it's not until he there's a tense moment where you just you kind of wonder if he's actually gonna go along with us and then you get a
3: a, a nod from him <laughs> so i'll turn back to the uh elk tribe and say We we welcome the opportunity to work with you, Um, but please be warned, it it is our intention to mix things up quite a bit, and Oral is trying to stop us, so there is danger here for you. Mm. The Frostmaiden, she is a tricky one.
0: We have light again, though. So something is happening.
3: Well, to be fair, sir, we are happening. We brought the light back by destroying Oral's transport to the night sky. Uh, that is why it is dangerous for you to join our band. Well, if you are
0: combating Oral, then. You are our charge. We shall take you to the glacier. And he, he turns around and he grabs a um, little whistle next to him, blows a pattern of whistles that kind of echo out, and the other following him form up in a formation, spreading out further than they are.
1: So we would have had to tell them, though, that we're headed to... I know
3: where you're headed. We're outside of the glacier. Yeah, they've had premonitions of...
1: Okay. I I just wasn't sure how detailed their visions were on where we were headed and what we were doing.
2: Can I try to um, memorize the pattern of whistles that he
0: make Yeah, make an intelligence check.
2: 17? Yeah. You actually, you,
0: you were able to successfully memorize this pitch, tone, length of notes in the pattern, timing
2: of it. Never know. Never know. You
0: never know. It, it is a thing that could be. Um, so, you move forward... Uh, they have this formation set out in front of you, and you're heading forward to, towards the glacier. Uh, they have made a large arc that almost surrounds, they have a couple of people that are actually traveling behind you as you move forward towards the, uh, towards the glacier.
2: Uh, a... the run running order of dog sleds, right? We're on dog sleds, right? So... Running order is...
0: Um, they are not on dog sleds. So the... the Sleds, in order to travel with them at this point, you're off the sleds and the dogs are just kind of pulling through the snow. <clears throat> the wolves are pulling through the snow. And... You can't... As you approach, the, the glacier is... Much larger than you were expecting. And you estimate you're... um, Maybe an hour out yet from reaching the actual base of it. This thing is massive. Reaching into the sky. Think of the wall in uh, Game of Thrones. In the north. It's like that. But as you're approaching, there is a spot that comes out of the wall. That is very, very... Bright compared to the rest of the ice. Um, Almost like there was air frozen inside of it from um, from a running water or something. And it runs to the base from about three quarters up down to the base. You're sitting there looking at that and actually admiring it and maybe even wondering a bit of what it might be. Some of you may recall Valene mentioning a waterfall at one point in your travels that it might have previously been. And you're looking at it and you're looking at it and out of the snow, all around the elk tribe, pop several other humanoids. Your, your first inclination is the, um, the cats, <laughs> because that was something that hid in the snow and then just kind of jumped out at you. But then you realize that all these are humanoid um, people, and you can see various uh, adornments and stuff, uh, furs, and uh, it's another tribe that has started attacking.
3: are trying to steal Team Six us.
0: Yeah, and they they came out out uh, of the snow.
2: Question four. I had sent uh, inventory that Jacob had. I had some stuff. I don't know if you had looked at that, if you were fine with it. Oh, sure. One of the things that he has, I gave him, was the longbow of warning, Mm -hmm. um, which I think just means uh, companions within 30 feet of me can't be surprised except if they're incapacitated. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if that at all plays into... Anything? I don't know if everyone's um, with this within 30 feet anyway or if there is a surprise. Everyone with you
0: within your range, within 30 feet of you, no one's surprised. It didn't seem like many of the uh, many of the elk tribe were surprised either. They were very much on guard the whole time. There was a tense moment before these this other tribe jumped up out of the snow where they seemed to slow down and take few steps, but uh, Menir, uh the one that jumped up near him, he started, com- uh, started fighting him and took like two swipes at him and kicked him back into the snow and then he turned back at you and said, we'll fight them, run to the glacier, run, what would you like to do?
1: Aaron, I wouldn't argue. I mean, that's not our fight. Our our battle somewhere else. I'd mush. Mush!
0: <laughs> yeah, you jump on the sleds, and everyone jump on a sled and go from uh, yeah. walking alongside the dogs to jumping on the sleds. Mm-hmm. Okay, I need dexterity, or actually animal handling checks nah. from you guys as you break the line where the fighting is happening. There seems to be more of these... Uh, more of this tribe than the elk tribe fighting.
1: I got a 14.
2: 10.
0: 18. 18. Uh, wait, let me give me give me a one for in here, quick. Yep. Oh, okay. So you all jump on the dog sleds, mosh the direwolves, heave, and you're you're all moving. Uh, Crixus, you're first, you're right out. They responded, took off right through them. And uh, as you go through, they, a couple of guys swing at you as you break the ranks. And none, none come close to hitting you. Arnon, you're through easily. And Valene, uh Jacob, as you get through, the one swings at you. You need a dexterity saving throw. Dogs aren't listening very well. They got a little close to the combat, and there's an A-O here. 16. A 16. Um, would A, just out of curiosity... Nope, a 5 would not hit you. Um, I know Jacob's AC is better than 5. So, <laughs> you dodge out of the way of this axe that comes swinging over the top of your head and kind of kick the... Um, wolves into mush more and you're pulled in about how long, well, how much time do you take before you decide to either look back or slow down or,
2: um, as, as soon as we're out, I would, I would have Tika drop on our trail to prevent, uh, anything from following us. Mm. And I would, I would just say defend from Let's the command. T-
0: Tika drops on the trail and there's a a roar from her behind you guys on the trail. Um, There are several arrows lobbed at you and uh, other elements as some of the elk tribe are defeated and some are left behind. Um, But eventually you reach the glacier itself before you stop, right at the base of it, you kind of turn around, you look back, and there is, you can see the carnage, there is this red stain, basically, on the snow where this fight took place. Um, You see a few of them standing, talking, squabbling, Um, one's on their knees. There's some arguing, you're not sure which one's which at this distance but there are a few survivors.
2: Nice.
1: Aaronan would take
0: out his spyglass How did, uh, take how out did Tika get there? Uh, Tika got out of there relatively quickly. Uh, landing, they didn't move in her direction necessarily. Okay. What was your question, Aaronan?
1: Oh, I said Aaronan would take out his spyglass and look.
0: Oh, take out your spyglass and look. Uh, you can see Menyir and one other standing over uh, two severely injured members of the tribe that attacked you. As you're watching the what looks to be an argument one of those two members turns into an owl and flies starts flying away. Um, And then you're takes a shot and misses the owl in the sky with a bow and it escapes
1: I would have been narrating the whole thing kind of like a bad like a bad comedy
0: <laughs> bad audio show
1: mm-hmm. I'd be like dude so- dude just turn into an owl and other dude that we just met shot at him
0: dude 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 dude
1: <laughs> yeah. dude where's my owl
0: Dude, where's my owl?
1: There it goes, there it goes.
0: So you stand before the Reggae Glacier. Um,
2: yeah, i on. And...
1: That's not going to get old. It makes me
0: laugh. <laughs> uh, Valine gets out the codicil and begins to read a similar... Um, thing you've heard before. Crixus actually read this, trying to bring uh, Aaron on back. And she says, "We bow to she who wears the crown. Let the world shiver with dread, clad in winter's whitest gown. Her snow enshrouds the dead. Her fury sheds but frozen tears as gray clouds issue forth." Her wind across the wasteland shears, bringing blizzards from the north. And at this point, there's a low rumbling in the ground. Ice-kissed flowers caught mid-bloom, beauty kept in all its grace. Summer's gone, its silent tomb still holding her cold embrace. All the world in winter's white, sheathed in sleet and ice. Set upon never-ending night, she conjures paradise. And there's a crack in that weak spot in the waterfall that kind of juts up it and spaces open just a little bit. And it echoes through the uh, kind of cavernous bowl that you guys have come down to the base of this. Behold her everlasting rhyme, see how it covers all. Weep not for those she traps in time behind her glacial wall. Sovereign of summer's lost, of general... General of Winter's War. Long live the Queen of Cold and Frost. May she reign forevermore. And at that point, it splits. And I need you all to make a dexterity saving throw as a bunch of snow and ice and crap comes falling down from
3: above.
2: Yikes. 17. Nat 20 it for 27.
3: And
1: 10. Um, I would like to do yeah. several backflips out of the way.
0: <laughs> Hang on one second. <laughs> okay, so uh, Jacob sensing this and kind of knowing what's going on sees it. He jumps out of the way and Tika easily out of the way itself. Aaronon, you do a backflip to get out of the way, and then you realize, oh, Crixus and Valine may not make it, and you take a step in there and just like run, you idiots, <laughs> and grab them both and yank them out of the way as the ice falls. Uh, You have about a 20-foot-tall pile of ice and snow in front of you, but beyond that, there is a 10-foot-wide crack fissure in the glacier leading down into a cavernous tunnel system.
3: Nice 20, bro. All right, um... Do we have to climb over it or around it? I assume if we climb over, over it. it, we don't take the dogs with us? Correct. Alright.
0: The dogs are going to be hard-pressed to do much of anything in here anyways.
3: Alright, so we'll, we'll have to put together a makeshift shelter then to protect the dogs from the elements.
0: And Valine is completely for that. setting up um, oh, what, what can she actually do? I got Ellie's character sheet open.
1: <laughs> we, I mean, we could kind of dig into the side pile of ice a little bit too, kind of move some stuff around and kind of use it as a yep. wall.
2: Make a little igloo. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you all dig in, set up some ice, create a makeshift shelter. Um, then uh, it takes you, actually, all of you make a survival check. We'll see how long this takes us. Nineteen,
1: dirty twenty. Nice,
2: nice. Also nineteen. Oh
0: no, twenty. Valene uh, isn't much help. She's taking, um, taking more care of the wolves than anything. Just trying to make sure that they're calmed down. But the three of you managed to whip this up in about a half hour. Uh, it's crude, but it will it will function properly to keep them out of the elements. Should things get crazy while you guys are away. Uh, making oh having that together you guys enter it's difficult terrain it's probably about like I said 20 feet high 20 feet in Uh as you enter the cavern it there is an unsettling um feeling atmosphere the whole place just doesn't seem quite right the edge um there's an edge to all the sounds that echo through the hall Arnon you don't pick up on any of this this Everything seemed very normal. Actually, you're pretty comfortable here uh, being made of ice and all. Um, but for Jacob and Valene and Crixus, it is... Have you ever been in a room that's been so silent it makes you question your sanity? You get in that room and it's just like, oh, this is weird. It's like that. Or that, that constant noise you always have behind you. Not that this cave is silent, but that feeling of something is missing that's always there. And you kind of have that feeling as you start walking into this cave. Mm. Uh, could one of you roll a d12 for me? Jacob. <laughs> sure. New guy, go.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> can blame hey, the guy. new guy. Fiverr. Fiverr. Awesome. You're walking into the cavern.
1: I don't like that grin you on your face, John.
0: Minus Aranon. Because <laughs> he can't smell anything right now. Because he's got cold vid. <laughs> what? Uh, what? You have co- cold vid. Because oh. you're frozen. <laughs> it's a dumb joke. <laughs> But you can't smell. Because you're made of ice, man. It's the same reason this unsettlingness isn't hitting you. But Crixus and Jacob and Valene, uh, there's a familiar scent to the caves that reminds you of something traumatic in your past. Something that caused you tremendous fear. Crixus, it may be whatever put you in that room where they first met you. It may be the smell of that room and waking up and bonding on your bed. Um, Jacob, it may just be the fact that you realize you don't have a way home. The smell of first, where you first realized, oh shit. I need to get home and I don't have a way there. It may be something sooner. It may be something from your childhood <laughs> uh, that you spell. But it, it's not um, it's not helping your mood at all. Aradon, can you roll me a d6, please?
3: Sounds like we're going to be battling Pennywise.
0: That's not a bad comparison. Dose. Dose. All
1: right. We all float down here. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Especially you, you're made of ice.
1: Yes, I literally float <laughs> down there.
0: You do literally float down <laughs> here. Um. So, oh my gosh, this map. I forgot about this. I should have given you this and probably actually looked at it first. I think you guys come in at H1, I believe. This map is huge.
1: Yeah, do you want to Um, send us... Do you send me any maps for next week?
0: Yeah, I'll send it to you afterwards. (laughs) And show you it. Uh, yeah. The... Um... You step in to this first area in here and the the cavern kinda of opens up and it's 30 feet high and in the center of this cavern there is a massive Jacob you recognize this almost instantly. It's a it's an airship. It's not and I, I say massive, but it's it's massive to them. But it is it's just—it's a sky coach. It's—it's it's mm-hmm. a smaller transportation ship to get to the massive ships. Um, the uh, Valine looks at it. And, oh, that's a Netherese sky coach. Can you get out um, Professor Scant? <laughs> We've had many talks of these.
3: Crixus will go into his backpack um, with his hand always on top of the backpack itself and then kind of dig his other hand in and pull the orb out securely fastened on the top and the bottom.
0: She, she says or says professor look ah a sky coach oh it's a pity it isn't working i've always wanted to ride one they've sounded so magical can you imagine being in the sky like a bird
3: truly mysterious Krixus will say can it could it be fixed
0: uh, look, look, looking at it, uh, you—there is doubt in your mind as you ask that question. Got it. Uh, and he's—he says the orb says, to you it goes." Oh, even if it could be fixed, you couldn't get it out of this cavern. Bless you. <laughs> as Crixus sneezes. <laughs>
2: A little of the cold vid.
0: This used to, uh, <laughs> this used to ferry people, uh, ferry people, to and from the floating city of Yathrin. What would you like to do? I want to. There's search an opening the on camp. the. There's an opening on the other side. Um,
3: yeah, it feels like rich people would ferry themselves from place to place maybe some lost luggage on that boat
0: okay uh go ahead and make an investigation check
1: i would assist i, I mean of course erinon would okay. search the shit out of that you want to go um, ahead I'll,
2: I'll assist you erin i think your investigation is um, higher
1: i'm at plus oh, i have I have a
2: plus nine for investigation. If anybody
1: oh. wants that, oh, I, will will assist Jacob. You tell
0: the new guy, new guy, go take a look. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I Jake think what would happen drowned. is, oh, man, maybe you, maybe you guys should have anyway. A one and a five for fourteen.
0: Ouch. So Jacob's climbing up on the wreckage of this ship, and he can't peers inside and as he peers inside what he was standing on the railing he was standing on snaps off and falls to the ground and there is suddenly a cackling not one voice but like four different voices cackling in the cavern um you look around and you don't see anything uh jacob looking inside this ship um there are four headless skeletons in different areas of the room um, there is a what appears to be a safe of some sort or a chest um, with a little dial on it with uh, numbers from zero to 50 actually can you read your chronic <laughs> Oh, you're muted
2: Yes, having a drake has its perks. I <laughs> yes. can read it,
0: it is Draconic writing. That's how you know it's the numbers 0 to 50. Um,
1: you know what's funny is it's... I thought you said, can you read the chronic? <laughs> I literally thought you and said that. Chill I chill like,
0: to the next episode.
1: I was like, like tea leaves, only better.
0: <laughs> like tea leaves, but only better. <laughs> That's a show title for you. Yeah, I like that one. The cackling dies down after maybe 10 seconds or so. It just leaves you with an uneasy feeling.
3: Hmm. A bunch of bodies, no loot, and a safe we don't have numbers for, so...
2: Yeah, I would, um, I'd tell them, tell them what, what I see in there and, uh, see if anybody's interested in, in, uh, attempting a safe cracking. Actually, um,
1: while standing
2: in there, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cast detect magic.
0: You cast Detect Magic. Yeah, there's magic.
2: There's is magic. it coming from, coming from cast, the safe?
0: No, not coming. It's inside the safe. Whatever it is, it's inside the safe. There's two. Um, one mm, slightly larger and one a little bit smaller. Very small, honestly. One about the size of a coin or something. And then one roughly the size of a... Small dog.
1: Aaron on would look over the safe chest, whatever it is, uh, for traps. Uh, and right. what is that for?
0: Investigate investigation. Ooh, nine. Do you think it's trapped?
1: Balls. Mm. Air um, I, w- I would step back and I'll oh, go ahead.
2: I was gonna say while he's looking at that and I've got Detect Magic up, I'd kinda give a little walk around on the around the airship and see if anything else lights up.
0: Um, uh how what is the range on Detect Magic? Thirty Thirty feet. feet. 30 feet. As you get up kinda higher in the ship you actually see um like you get a couple of spots in the sky about the size of a skull floating around mm. in the air
1: what's the chest made yeah of? that what's what what's the chest made of
0: chest is made of it's a safe it is made of oh iron Fairly heavy too. You grab the one end and try and lift it up. You guess it's about two hundred pounds.
1: Because I was hoping if actually we made actually a word...
0: you have a you have like an eight strength, don't you? Me? Yeah. And your strength eight a minus two?
1: It's a minus one.
0: It's a minus yeah, one. Minus. Or, yeah, yeah, it's minus an one. eight. Yeah. It's a minus one. Yeah. So you grab the one end of it and you heave and you're like, yeah, that's that's heavy. You aren't going to carry that out yourself.
1: Aaronon, or it out. Because of the the magic in it, Aranon would attempt cautiously to, to pick the lock or open it up without triggering anything. He would be super extra cautious.
0: Okay. So be super extra cautious and make a lock picking check.
3: I, I do have the professor out yet. See um, um, if he provides any feedback on on any traps or anything like that around here.
0: Oh, that's not trapped at all. <laughs> Aaron, you you super extra cautiously are picking the lock on this um, chest, and as you're, you're you're in there and you're got both your tools in there and there's, you've got it pried in behind the dial. You're going in there and there's a click. And you think for a minute, you set the trap off. And then you pull on the door and pull the door completely open. The inside is lined with uh, red felt. Um, and there are... There's a brown leather satchel looking bag in there and four uh, amethysts just kind of scattered on the bottom along with a ring. Uh, you stop... Actually, make an intelligence check on their visual on this ring. 17 17. Yep, you reach down, you grab the ring. Um, You know, though, no one else should be holding this ring because it is clearly made of charlatan. Similar to the uh, dragon that you pilfered before that caused you some madness. Um, The amethyst, you estimate, are worth 100 gold apiece. Four of them. Uh, Jacob, the ring that erinon picked up is magical and the bag is magical as well
2: okay yeah i'll come back down and let them know that there seems to be floating things that are magical that maybe i'm thinking he's putting together that maybe the laughing he heard was the missing heads that are
0: flying around ps safe deduction
1: Aranon would pick up the magic, magical bag and open it up.
0: Uh, you pick up the magical bag and you open it up. It seems to, like, you put your hand in there and it just seems to go in forever. You don't feel a bottom to it. Who You had the bag of holding, Aranon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. this is another bag. You realize very quickly this is another bag of holding as you put oh. your hand in there. Nice. At least that's what you assume it is.
1: I would show okay. it to everybody and say, this appears to be another bag of holding. Uh, unless somebody has a different idea. Who needs it? Who wants it?
2: New guy. Sure, I can carry stuff for you.
0: I going to say, do you need a bag of holding, Jacob?
2: I don't need consider one. It, but
0: consider it part be? of your payment. I get would, home with you when you find your way home.
1: I would toss it over to him.
0: Okay. Toss a bag to your Drake Warden. <laughs> I was waiting yeah, I don't for uh, that didn't him work.
1: To say I'll, no.
2: <laughs> waiting for him to say, "I'll stuff it in my bag of holding," and getting ready to scream.
0: <laughs> oh, that would have been fun. We've oh, done why? that I before. Even, I, I don't even know if Tom knows what would happen if we did that.
1: I have no idea.
0: Oh, no, that no. would. It would might have been the end of the campaign.
1: <laughs> it would have be been a new
2: campaign. Somewhere yeah, you, far, far away.
0: Tom, just so you're aware, if you put an extra-dimensional space inside an extra-dimensional space, you create a rift in the void, or a Terran in reality, basically, and it annihilates everything within, like, I think 60 feet.
2: It happens, man. Like sucks it to the astral plane or something.
0: Yep.
1: That would have been fun. Oh. Yeah. And, and everything John had planned would have been right out the window.
0: Oh, no. We'd just be starting a new campaign next week. That's all. Oh. And may, maybe maybe it would be you're all from Eberron and you're going looking for Jacob. <laughs> Ooh, cat's out of the bag where you're from. Sorry, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Did we say that last time? Okay.
1: I didn't get my egg rolls. <laughs> I'm going you didn't I'm going. get your egg rolls. <laughs> that's a callback. Oh, that's last a.
0: Week. Throwback to last week. Show titles are fun.
1: Yeah. uh,
2: Um, Gate to the astral plane. Any creature within 10 feet is sucked through to a random location, and then it closes. It's one way. Gross.
0: So leading off of this cavern, there is a trail to the right and left, and then there's a 20-foot drop into another cavern directly ahead of you. Jacob, you don't notice the the magic coming from above anymore. Whatever those four entities are, they've moved on. What would you like to do? Left, right, or center? It's a fun game. It
2: is. Left is always right. Left is, Left always, is right. always
0: right. So you go to the, down the middle.
2: I'll leave it up to the leader Confusing, but Sounds like
0: Roll roll left, left, right, center To determine who the leader is (laughs) Sounds right Let's
2: uh, uh, let's
3: go to the left Which is the center?
0: Which one are you doing? Left, right, or center? You're you're left Uh, It quickly... Um, dead ends into a cavern about 15 feet tall. And there is a cackling as a skull wreathed in flame comes flying down towards you guys. I need you to roll initiative.
1: Of course.
0: Of course. Roll of course.
2: We go ahead and go last on this one. Right. advantage gives me a 21.
1: 16.
0: Uh, let's see. Jacob, that's weird. Jacob. Ernon Crixis, is that what it is? Mm-hmm.
3: Ernon Crixis. Maybe Valene's in there somewhere. Yep. She should be. Let's throw, let's
0: see, where's Valine. Yeah, she's at the very back end with the net one. <laughs> Interesting.
3: I thought my 3 was bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um so this skull comes down and the first thing it is going to do is it is going to um it drops down into range. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't have dice. i got to use these dice. And it is going to, out of its eyes, shoot a ray of fire like Superman um, at Aranon. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're going to be vulnerable to this. So you're gonna dodging. Be tw- tw- twice as much damage, so hope the hell you dodge this uh does a 16 hit you
1: uh that is my ac
0: that hits you oh boy um let's see let me pull this up we're gonna gonna double this by the way yeah
3: Uh,
0: it's a total of 24 damage are you gonna uncanny dodge
1: (laughs) that's your sweet ass i'm gonna uncanny dodge
0: (laughs) so it's 12 damage 12 fire damage uh that moves us to Jacob. You see this thing come down and fire beam eyes at Erinon.
2: Alright. Uh, uh I so how it's it's how close, how high like it.
0: Actually I need to back us up. He gets to do that twice. <laughs> Sorry. Cool.
3: Cool. We didn't get into your
0: turn necessarily, so that's fine. The second time is a nat 20. Oh. On who? <laughs> I who on Fuck. two years of attacking.
1: Fuck you. And I wasted my uncanny dodge on the first
0: one. So it's 14 doubled then doubled, doubled. Doubled then doubled, so 28 56.
1: I'm dead. You're
2: m- unconscious, at least. Uh... He-
0: Mm. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> the, uh huh. The.
1: I am now uh, a puddle. I am a puddle of mud. <laughs> Throwing back to <the> pre show.
0: <laughs> going back to pre show, puddle of mud. Yeah. You are. You I'm, are. Right now I'm, I'm you a puddle of mud. I'm drunk down. and I'm,
1: I'm yelling at the lighting guy.
0: You are. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you that's amazing i do what i can oh uh, oh so you come rolling down um the 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 i-beams melt you from the top like you see it hit his head and just roll down and his whole body just steams out into this puddle in the ground and seeps into the cavern below. Um, that moves us to Jacob's turn. Jacob, you watch as this <laughs> person that you decided to come and help has <clears throat> melted away into nothing. And behind you, you hear the rustling of feathers And then just one simple word uttered. Fuck. And that's where we're going to end.
1: <laughs> I, I don't think that's a bucket's going to help, Scoon Jack. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> Sco- Scoon Jack said, Get a bucket. <laughs> uh-huh. I actually <laughs> said, Someone grab a bucket.
0: Someone grab a bucket. Let's put it on in the bucket. <laughs> Do, yeah, do I mean, my first question man. was
2: going to be: Is there is there anything left to cure wounds on? But
0: no, he was ice. That was yeah. fire.
2: Grab
1: a
3: rag, um... new guy. <laughs> <laughs> soak him up in a towel,
2: quick. <laughs> well, I'm hoping he wasn't the leader.
0: <laughs> wow.
2: Um.
1: Yeah. That was well, that dang. escalated quickly. <laughs>
0: I was going to let, well, it's, there was part of me going, do I go back and make that second attack now that I realized that? I'm like, yes, I would let my player go back if, because I hadn't gone on. I'm like, he didn't actually do anything. I'm like, I noticed it. Got to call it. Go back to it. And then it's the Nat tw- I'm like, really?
3: <laughs> well, a series of unfortunate events. Yeah, so
0: come back next week and find out who Tom's going to play. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a hint here already.
3: Uh huh. There's
2: been discussions. So, what the? The fuck? party
0: keeps changing.
2: Wow. Jacob won't be the new guy.
0: No, he won't. Be. <laughs> He's been around
2: for a ten day and a
1: half.
0: Yeah. Holy okay. crap! I was not. I did not expect that to show
1: off like that. No. No.
2: Mm. Yay! <laughs>
0: Oh, boy. All right. Ooh. Rest in peace, Aaronon. Enjoy beers with Betty White.
1: Yep, I'm going to. Oh, too soon. I'm going to have mm. to pour one out for Aaronon for later tonight while watching the Packer game.
0: I did not mean to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my intention.
1: I'm. Let's be honest. I'm made of ice. I'm surprised I I made it this far.
3: You got this far, uh,
2: yeah. yeah. That's true
3: campfires, torch, he tries to smoke weed and his face melts off. Like, shit could happen. Mm. In, well, that of,
0: in that puddle of water you actually see um, like some of that ale as well.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the ale beard goatee.
0: <laughs> Your beer melted in there. Yeah. <sighs> Jesus.
2: Oh, and all of his stuff is laying on the ground. Or, at least all of his magical stuff is yeah. on the ground.
0: Yeah, there's, hey, that bagel holding.
2: <laughs> I'll put it in the... No, I won't.
3: <laughs> <I go> <laughs> come and end up with one anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, we can go over all that stuff. What's yeah, fucking there?
0: Let's do that again.
1: And on that note, I'd like to thank everybody for popping in for this magical moment. <laughs> <laughs> this magic moment. What? What is it? Uh, one shining <laughs> moment. Are we going to go back and do like the one. the? March moment madness. In time. Yeah. March madness. You know, recap of <laughs> everything with one moment.
0: Everything that happened to Aaron on in the beginning and on the way, and uh, <laughs> trying to trying
1: to dive through a window with the window being shut. Yep. Yep. All my follies.
0: Seemed to me he lived his life like a candle in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. No. Campbell ended
2: up killing him in the end.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Stupid cat laser eyes. Laser cats.
2: Everyone deserves a warm meal. Wow. Skulls yeah. with laser beams. Freaking yeah, lasers.
1: With, skulls with freaking laser beams attached to their heads. All right. On that this note. This
0: may be the first time I've actually killed someone and they don't have a way back. Like unintentionally killed someone and they didn't have a way back.
1: I mean, technically, I, like I think it. I'd still have a way back if we had like one of those ice ice molds, like a uh, like a freezer.
0: <laughs> An ice mold like a whiskey cube or a whiskey yeah. ball. Uh-huh. Put Aaron on in the ice mold. There's a lot <laughs> just, of ice around. You, here. You'll be this tall now, <laughs> being mom-sized.
2: We'll chisel out a new Aaron, on and then we just have to figure out how to give life to it.
3: Put his hat on him. Yeah, we could have just avoided this whole thing by giving them boots of bread bags. So then there's like.
0: (laughs) 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 Whoa. Oh, it's sad the younger generation won't know what that
2: means. (laughs) Welcome to growing up in Wisconsin in the 80s or before.
0: Yep. Boots of bread bags. Oh my god, I want to make that a magical
1: item. they really should It'd be. be
0: so niche so niche oh but uh
1: it, it would basically cool. be some some character where his he dresses the way his mom used to dress him so he'd have like moon boots with bread bags in yep. them and
0: yep oh my god mittens, mittens with uh
1: glove attachments that goes to his oh, jacket yep
0: yep <laughs> <A> little <laughs> tie so that when you pull them off they hang there
1: uh-huh <laughs> All right,
0: you're going to come across a kid in, in in Yathrin that's going to be dressed like that.
1: That's going to be great. All right. Time uh, to close the show. John's got to leave. So, I do. Note, we are two nerds, one quest. We are here every, <clears throat> every Sunday morning, 8.30 a.m. Central Time or earlier, based on John attempting to leave us.
0: Yeah, yeah we'll get through it sooner or later. My <laughs> daughter will be able to drive herself sooner or later to work.
1: Yeah, but uh, the joys of having We aren't that
0: far from it, honestly.
1: Um, Yeah, we are here every uh, Sunday morning, 8.30 a.m. Central Time. Happy New Year 2022 to everybody. Hope you had a great and safe Christmas and New Year's. Um, Safer than Aeronon's. Yes, Aeronon did (laughs) not not survive the New Year. Uh, You can follow us, uh, twitch.tv slash Norm go to bit.ly slash our fun discord to find all of our links for our Twitters and our videos and our YouTubes and all that fun stuff. Um, support us, tell others about the show, give us some ratings and reviews wherever you get your podcast from podcast goes out Monday mornings at seven thirty ish. If I remember, cause I forgot one, one time. Oh uh, yes. Yes, you did. But, uh, tell others, let other people know that we exist. Uh, we enjoy having people in the chat. We love having everybody interact with us. Um, if you're in the chat, vote on some show titles. I threw a link in the chat there. Go to TomMNorm.Showbot.tv. We have some great titles this week. We had a lot of we had a lot of fun chat. God, who the, the hell started. said
0: I have a bolt, Greg? Can you guide me? A Plant <laughs> like lamp
1: that was, that was a plant lamp. I, I died laughing at that moment. Yep, that's a pure plant lamp uh, submission. Uh, oh so, my God! I... For a genius for Crixis, aka Cooch. And for the murdering, low-down, skeezy DMJC, may you burn it's the in the dice, hell. man.
0: The <laughs> dice.
1: We'll catch you next week.
0: <laughs> Do you mean mountain hell?
1: Melt in hell. <laughs> <laughs>